1: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Four Corners Podcast. I'm Shad here with Matt and Brad. Guys, how are you? Uh, doing quite well, Shad.
0: I'm doing well. Quite well
1: and well. Excellent. We want to say thank you to everybody out there for joining us for this episode. We're going to take care of our shout-outs. The first one goes to Collar and Elbow, the wrestling brand, collarandelbowbrand.com. Use the promo code Four Corners Podcast. That's at number four, capital C and Corners, capital P and Podcast. No spaces. Save 10% off your order. They still have the Shad Gaspard and Brody Lee Family Benefit shirts in stock. So uh, if you would like to help out those families, grab yourself a shirt, and then we go over to Matt.
2: Uh, that would My, my shout-out, of course, uh, this week is as every week I'm uh, <laughs> shouting out to Orlando Cologne. I'm actually, uh, in his honor, I'm drinking some Plantation Five-Year Rum. Ooh, which is unfortunately I don't think made in. It's not made in Puerto Rico. <laughs> I think it's I think it's actually made in the Barbados. But uh, <laughs> rum is a very Caribbean
1: or Caribbean drink. So yeah, toasting to him. You know what? I I don't I, I I don't know even know why I'm saying ooh like I know the difference. I can't drink. So <laughs> I will for I'll give like a little uh little plug
2: for plantation rum. It is it's a really really good rum. Um, it's great for mixing in drinks, or it's good just as a sipping rum. Uh, and it's like ridiculously cheap; it's like twenty dollars maybe mm. at your local liquor store. <clears throat> so I highly recommend it. Uh, a, f- a former coworker of mine um, turned me on to it, and he was someone—I think he had a drinking problem, <laughs> to be honest with you. Like, he would talk a lot about, like, alcohol, and talk, I think every night he went home and made, like, a cocktail, and he knew, like, how to make cocktails. Like, he had, like, tiki books. I'm like, oh, okay. Um, might have a problem, buddy, but. Yeah. A lot of good recommendations on his part, though.
1: Sure. Uh, if if you want to know the good stuff to drink, I guess talk to the experts. Uh, Brad, what are we getting into tonight? That's dark. So- that's dark. Kind of. <laughs> Uh, Well, you're right. It 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 was.
0: So we (laughs) are we are back to the Saturday morning cartoon lineups this week. We are we are on 1990, and um, really, in I mean, if you look at the schedule, and with um, new challenger entering the stadium, Fox is entering the fray. Like really, if you look at the schedule, like end of an era um, last year. It really feels like this lineup is new and, like, more modern. I felt like last year really began that shift. Mm -hmm. It felt like the shows got markedly better. And I feel like it's like that this year, minus a couple of obvious additions that we'll get into. But yes, Fox is in the fray with their (laughs) first Saturday morning lineup, and um, it's going to get interesting.
1: All right, so I guess we're gonna start what with ABC like we usually do.
0: Yep, we're gonna go. We're gonna go alphabetical as always. ABC. Who has clean, clean swept this through five years of of shows? Yep. So I will note, though, for the first time since we've been doing this, Gummy Bears is not on the schedule. <laughs> wow.
1: Wow.
2: Had Gummy Bears stopped making new episodes like five years prior. Like no, I feel...
0: they they made episodes from like eighty four to ninety, I think. Really? There's like a hundred episodes? episodes. Like a hundred something. Go look it up on um, Disney Plus. My wife and I rewatched it um, during seeing, like the early lockdowns.
2: I'm seeing only sixty five episodes, but it says ninety five segments. I'm not. I'm not really sure unless it's like some episodes. 90,
0: like... So, so like, that means like there were, <laughs> there were episodes with two like stories in it when they say segments.
2: Hmm. Speaking of Disney plus, I actually, uh, I'm trying to work my way through uh, the clone wars, that animated cartoon. Um, is that and yeah. I just started, Theater?
0: is that CGI?
2: Yes. It's CGI. <laughs> and I just, um, I just started season three. I think it's like six or seven seasons. Um, but I I do want to go and watch uh, Darkwing Duck in some of those shows.
0: I watched AL. Rescue Rangers. Well, okay, so during the early lockdowns, we haven't watched anything on there recently, but we watched The New Adventures of Winnie the Pooh, Gummy Bears, and Chippendale's Rescue Rangers, and we haven't watched anything since then. I did watch There's... the DuckTales movie, though, which has Christopher Lee in it oh really <laughs> yeah he's like the bad guy it's not very good but it's um it's a thing Ooh. that's out there sure so um yeah gummy bears is gone it's a it was a good show like uh we enjoyed it a lot winnie the pooh gets a little bad at the end but gummy bears stays fairly decent throughout
1: Hmm.
0: okay so at eight o'clock we still have Winnie the Pooh on there. I think it stays on for another year or two. Okay. It ran for a long time. <clears throat> and I mean, we've talked about it. It's a good show. So then at um, 830, I remember this show because I think they did like a TV movie to introduce it. But I never watched it, so I don't know the quality, but The Wizard of Oz.
1: Was this the one that that was where they, they animated where they went back?
0: Maybe yeah. Okay. I have
1: zero recollection of the show. I remember the movie.
2: Um, I didn't know. I mean, I yeah, I, know I remember was a live action movie. I didn't.
0: No, it was they did that. like um. You remember how the Disney afternoon ones would debut with like a movie length um, first episode? They kind of did yeah. that here.
1: Yeah, because hmm. they. You, you had somehow Dorothy ends up back in Oz and the wizard's back there, and so they all go to see the wizard because like, the scarecrow lost his diploma and the, the lion lost his medal and stuff. And they're like, Well, surely you could give him another one. And he's like, Yeah, we got bigger problems. And I, something, I, I can't remember what happened after that. <clears throat> but yeah. um, that's where it took off from. It's like, Oh, hmm. yeah, we're just going to kind of uh, retcon the happy ending of the movie and throw everything uh, into chaos.
0: There's actually an anime based on The Wizard of Oz and like the lion is like a lion. I've never seen much of it though, but I know there's an anime to it too, which I find interesting.
2: This is a a random like off topic thing, but have either of you seen Return to Oz? I've heard about it, but I haven't seen it. Oh, you've never seen it? No. Brad, have you seen it? Which one? Return to Oz.
0: Is that the one with like the scary, like weird yes. things from like the mid '80s? I you don't, you
2: don't you don't even need to explain that. Uh, you don't even have to go past. <laughs> is that the one with the scary? Yes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yes. Um, I remember. I remember when that was on TV and being a big thing, and I did not like because I was probably that. I was probably very. I was probably like five or six when that came out, and I don't think I made it past those. I just know that that's that's the only thing that stuck with me from that. Wasn't she like in an insane asylum or something too?
2: Oh yeah. This is a dark film and it was marketed for kids. And like, I don't, I honestly don't know how, (laughs) because there is a lot of like dark and scary elements to it. I actually watched this film multiple times as a kid. I liked it for some reason, but it is, (laughs) it is dark and trippy.
0: I know more than one person traumatized by those, like those like things. Yeah. Yeah
2: there's so there's they're called the wheelers and they're they really have weird outfits on but it's like dudes who their hands and feet are like like wheels and they uh it's like so dorothy is like an insane asylum because the premise it's like it's a sequel to wizard of oz Uh but a dark sequel because it's her like talking about oz the auntie m and they basically take it as like, oh, you're you're insane, <laughs> like you're
1: yeah, you're talking about a made up land. So we have oh, to they got Fariza Malik to... to play Dorothy. So yeah, they had we a solid to... starting point on that, didn't they? Yeah, it's like we have to take you to uh, the Insane Asylum because you're
2: clearly crazy. And then it's like, because it's supposed to be like turn of the century or something. That's mm-hmm. uh, like, it's not like you know, healthcare, especially mental healthcare, was not you know, humane. It was. It was basically like, oh, you're you're having imaginary, fantasy land. Uh, I think we need to treat that with uh, electroshock therapy.
0: No, <laughs> no, no. That's ooh, if it's ooh. turn of the century, it's not even at that point. That's more like, if it was a, if it was a, if it was um, if it was um, if it was turn of the century, it was like, well, we think you just have anxiety, so we're just gonna fuck you with this wooden dildo until like you're better. That was yeah. like turn of and the century, gonna... like healthcare. I'm not. I'm not even kidding.
1: No, we oh, you're, we're you're keep you in a in a pitch black room for a while most of the time too.
0: Yeah, and we oh, might beat uh, you occasionally just to, to help.
2: Yeah, it's like oh, you're slightly depressed. Uh, I think we need to uh, remove half your brain. That's the yes. that'll that'll cure you. Um, so she goes to a and she basically like she escapes to like Oz, um, with a chicken. It, Toto is not part of this now. Like she has like a a chicken which somehow in in Oz can actually talk. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how, but, and then she runs into the Wheelers, who are like, it, they're they're portrayed by like human actors, but they're just like dark and disturbing. She goes to the Emerald City. The Emerald City is like in ruins. Um, it, there is, it's surrounded by, uh, I think it's called a deadly desert. I don't know. It's like a desert, but if you touch the sand, you die. Like you immediately turn into sand. And there is an, in, there's like a, a scene where one of the wheelers actually, like, can't stop himself, so he he runs into the sand, and then immediately turns into sand. And it is just horrific. Yeah. <laughs> and it somehow gets worse than that. She runs into, like, this witch who has, like, a million heads in her palace, and it's, like, it's, literally you see her switch her head. She takes her head off, and takes another head and puts it on her
1: body. It's horrific.
0: How do they think marketing this to children was a good idea? I don't know. I think it actually was like a box
2: office bomb
1: because it's it's Wizard of Oz, so it must be for kids, right? Look, the original Wizard of Oz book is a little bit jack. You know, it's more jacked up than the movie was too. Because you know, there's the the Wicked Witch doesn't just send the monkeys to go. Like she's like, okay, you know what? I see what they're doing. I'm gonna send some wolves. And the Tin Man's like, I got an axe. I killed your wolves. And she's like, Alright, I'm gonna send some crows, and the scarecrow's are like, Hey, guess what I do? And he kills them all by wringing their necks as they fly up.
0: Well, she intentionally kills the witch in um in the book too. Uh, I had the great illustrated Yeah. Um Well yeah, if you want if you want a good movie that's like um, Kind of like a reimagining of it. Sci-fi in like the mid two thousands did a mini series called Tin Man. That's like a sci-fi reimagining with um Zoe Deschanel. That's actually a really solid. Oh really? Reenactment because like the the Tin Man is kind of like this cowboy like sheriff kind of guy. It's on Netflix I think, or it was at some point. So it's like I think it's like two two hour episodes or something. But it's a it's a pretty good like sci-fi reimagining of it
1: hmm okay
2: uh can i also give another shout out it's yeah. only tangentially related <laughs> but uh there is a four book series called other <laughs> Otherland, mm-hmm. which was written by uh like sci-fi fantasy author tad williams in like the late 90s and it's more of like a it's really largely like a cyberpunk type of uh series
0: oh those but, are huge uh, books aren't they
2: They are very thick books. Like, each book is, like... He's... I think for a while he was trying to, like, rival, like, Neil Stevenson, where it's, like, the books were, like, a thousand pages long. But that's an overall... It's a good series. Um, And the part of the concept is that its character is actually, like, uh, being trapped into, like, a virtual reality world. But it's... There's, like, multiple realities within the virtual reality. And there is one... One reality they escape to is like a really dark and twisted version of the Wizard of Oz, where you have you have like the Tin Man uh, in a war against the Scarecrow, but it's like everything is like dark and evil. It's it's a it's an overall good book series.
1: Okay, so there was also, and it took me a minute to to piece together where I remembered it from, mm-hmm. <coughs> mm-hmm. but. I think it was in the early two thousands. Todd McFarland made like a his take on a Wizard of Oz toy line or something, and it's like I remember what the hell? Because I, I had to I had to look it up real quick to to see if I could um, see if I could find it, but like it is bonkers. Um, you've got, you know, giant monsters running around. You've got, uh, like they, they had this statue of like bondage Dorothy. It's, it's so weird.
2: Oh my God. Um, I'm
1: looking at it now. Right.
2: Holy shit. This is, oh my God. (laughs) Weird, isn't it? Tin Man is like looks like he's constructed out of like junk from a junkyard but he's yeah. also like a cyborg and there's like the the human parts of him are like rotting flesh and then you have like this the the lion is like a uh, it's like a were lion he's like a, a bipedal upright yeah lion he's got monster. like a spear
1: sticking through him
2: yeah it, this is all i mean that i this was like a weird time when yeah. i was too old to really collect toys yeah although now i say that now as like an
0: adult <laughs> <laughs> who collects it like all comes toys. back around
2: yeah um but this was like a there was a time in like the late 90s or the 2000s when i you know I, I didn't collect toys but mcfarlane was putting out like a shit ton of toys mm-hmm. and oh, they
0: were all great too
2: they were, and most of it was in like the Spawn line, which obviously like Todd McFarlane created Spawn. You know, so that, his best stuff
0: sense. were his when they um, were doing the NHL toys; those were fantastic.
2: Mm-hmm. But this his is... stuff is quality. Like the the thing about Todd McFarlane is that the actual sculpting of all the stuff was incredible. And I remember, I forget how much back in the time. I don't. I remember they were like the the toys were probably like a little pricey
0: they're like 15 bucks i think it would yeah which, we would laugh at it today because because yeah, they'd be like 50 dollars today
2: yeah at the time like that was like expensive because mm-hmm. you know toys weren't that expensive but the level of detail that would go into like essentially was like a six inch figure like it it was incredible um i i didn't collect that again because it was a uh, kind of too I felt like I was too old but there was a lot of really great stuff that came out at that time I I was
0: into um Mm -hmm. when they started doing the new Star Wars toys in like the mid 90s I was in on that and then I did Todd McFarlane for a while and then that was kind of my exit was after Todd McFarlane I think really the after the Phantom Menace I stopped getting Star Wars toys and then I was out on Todd McFarlane and that was it for my my um, because the Todd McFarlane stuff was great for displaying purposes. Like they are oh, absolutely, yeah. I
2: mean, it wasn't even like you were gonna play with the toys.
0: The, no, they, no. they
2: just, that's that's not they, what they're for. They were just they were beautiful to look at. So yeah, you would just like display them. He um, we haven't really talked about we don't really talk about toys that much in the program, but he has had the DC a uh, DC license. Uh, I think it's really more just Batman themed. And I, some of the toys that he's come out with the last like couple of years have been pretty good. Mm. It's mostly centered around like the Batman Death Metal um,
0: yeah. series
2: franchise, so it 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 kind of it fits in with that McFarland like very dark and twisted uh, horror themed type of uh, yeah. figures. Yeah, but they're they're really really good quality. I like, want they're...
0: that Damian Wayne. They're gonna come out with.
2: Mm. Yeah,
0: that looks really good.
2: There's a Batman coming up for I think another series that they've done. I think it's like I forget exactly what it's called. Like it's I think it's called like Batman Death Metal, but it's Batman who. It's one of the.
0: Is it one of the alternate universe Batman's? Like
2: I think it probably is,
0: Uh,
2: but it's Batman dressed up almost like a Grim Reaper type, and yeah, it he looks ridiculous, but it's like (laughs) such detail. I'm like. Oh, I almost want to buy this figure and it, the, the, those figures I think are like $20 it's it's really astounding the level of detail in...
0: he's kept his prices down which always shocks me yeah so then um, let us move on to 9 so we have Slimer and the Real Ghostbusters I think at this point it slid into the, the realm of parody mm-hmm. yeah And it's just like cutesy cartoons. Actually, I want to see if he if I don't think it's on there the next season because it really crept up on us. But next when we do 91, like Darkwing Duck is on the is on the schedule. Like it amazes me that we went from Ghostbusters to Darkwing Duck.
1: Yeah, that just
0: blows my mind.
1: For some reason in my head, there's more of a gap between them.
0: Yeah, because I uh, yeah I agree with you on that. It does feel like there should be a gap. So this this is not good Ghostbusters at this point, I don't think. And I mean, <laughs> I think I think this late into it though, an hour of Ghostbusters is really kind of pushing it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So then uh, we go up to ten, which is Beetlejuice, which we talked about last week. Well, well, no, not last week. Sorry, a couple weeks ago. Which is um, which is excellent. Then at ten thirty we have the new kids on the block. I I think oh. I looked at this when I saw it at first. Is this a cartoon? Do you know? It.
2: I feel like it was a cartoon. I. It's amazing. I don't remember the Wizard of Oz show, but I feel like I. I remember this cartoon as existing, but I did not watch the show. Do you remember the MC I, I, I
0: one like, that's going to be I, on there? I,
1: I remember See, the
0: MC I remember Hammer that one.
1: one.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember New Kids on the block because I was I
1: didn't like New Kids on the block, so I didn't watch yeah. the show. Yeah, yeah but, wasn't yeah. Fan. I remembered that it existed. That's all I, they, I had.
0: weren't they kind of like over, kind of like on the way down by this point?
1: I'm pretty sure they were. Because
0: wasn't it like weren't we getting into like the Vanilla Ice era and MC Hammer with um with these shows? I uh, I think in this at, at this era,
2: 1990 1991. They were still like really, really big. Okay. It might have actually been like the height of their uh, popularity. Okay. I think a couple years later, they they were basically on the downward swing.
0: They didn't last long, but I mean, Axe really didn't. I think I think I think people that are younger don't realize like when we were kids, like you had your Axe that stayed around, but like things that got popular like with the with the with the young folks, did not really hang around long, and were kind of like in and out in like two or three years. Yeah, they had. I would
2: say they probably had like a four-year run.
0: Well, I mean, they've been they've been. I think they've been bigger as a touring act for like the last decade, and last <laughs> as longer as is a nostalgia act than they did in their like original run. Oh yeah, no,
2: those those guys are probably like fifty years old at this point, and they still. They still do more and they still do shows. I actually feel yeah. it's it's been a few years, but I actually think my wife went to
0: <laughs> Well, they well, no, they. And whoever, Kids on the whoever block. promotes those are brilliant because they um, they they pair up like the new Kids on the Block with like the Backstreet Boys, so you get like m- like you get oh, like wow. two generations because then like mm. you know like a mom will take her like daughter or you know like you get like two generations of there. Whoever did that was brilliant, like in mm-hmm. getting like two different generations of um of people to pay attention.
2: Yeah. My wife, my wife did go to like a show that they did uh like a few years ago. But it wasn't like oh they they appeared at like this uh you know 500 seat venue. Like they were at like the MCI Center in DC, like this the where the Wizards play, where the the Capitals play. Like they were at the biggest venue in DC. They were that's where they had their show and I think there was I'm not gonna say that they sold it out per se, but I think they like filled it up pretty well. Yeah, <clears throat> I'm looking at 2015. They did a tour with uh, TLC and Nelly. Like that, that's actually really smart. Like that would, oh wow, that would definitely put like you know asses in seats
0: because you get you get a you get a mom that might have still been like into pop music at that point, and then her daughter who might both be like older now and they say hey let's go together because there's accents so you get two people instead of one
1: mm-hmm.
0: it's really smart like whoever that de- <laughs> whoever came up with that concept is, is a genius they
2: had they were like it was like the 90s were weird because they were they were big in boy bands like them were big in like the early 90s and then you had like grunge music and you had like gangster rap kind of like really take over but then by like the late 90s, you was right back to like Bubblegum Pop.
0: You had well, no, You had, 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 had Hanson like bridge that gap.
1: Hanson was I guess that's 96.
0: Yeah, they were they were they predated 97, that. yeah. When, they were like right before the Backstreet Boys because <coughs> you kind of went from like one to the other. Yeah. Because you did yeah, them, then you fair. had like Backstreet Boys and then it went into NSYNC and then... Was who came after Insync?
1: There, uh, there were things was... around at the times, so and 98 oh, degrees was around there.
0: I think yeah, it got 90, watered yeah. down. Nick Lachey with
1: 98 degrees was, yeah, yeah. Uh, I feel like there's more bands, and you, there's and you still you kind of that trans- trans- like nowadays. You kind of transferred into more of the pop princess guy. things as well.
0: Yeah, yeah, the boy band kind of died, though I think, as the t- like around twenty ten. Like, I think, I think like one once One Direction came and went, like they didn't really have like that same kind of replacement.
2: I will. So I am an unabashed lover of pop music. I actually, I think One Direction kind of started off as like a boy band. Yeah, they but probably- I would not characterize their music as like like the bubblegum pop that you would say. I actually feel like they they were like a mainstream pop group and they they were actually very good uh and s- they've they've all like split up they've gone on to make music i will say harry styles his most recent album that came out i guess last year i don't think it was i don't think it was like 2019 mm-hmm. uh, i guess it could have been but his the the album he, he just did is at, it got put on rolling stone's uh 500 greatest albums of all time and you're like what like what? that's ridiculous that's ridiculous and yet i will say that album is like an actual great album like that i don't i don't know that i'd put it on my like 500 of all time but that is like a if you're gonna do like best of the decade it would be on my best of the decade it is like a ridiculously good album it's like shockingly good that's if you great like pop- but- if you like pop music, if, if if it's not that's not your style, that's fine. But I wouldn't call it just oh he's like a you know boy band. And even people like like Justin Bieber has completely changed his style. He started off as like you know like the teen idol type of thing. Yeah, but he, now, did he
0: start off? Did he, he, he start off a lot like a um? Didn't he kind of start off like Fingerbang did doing malls?
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> Uh, but he basically at, when he started when he became an adult he decided fuck it I'm gonna be like I'm gonna go into like like tropical house uh, electro pop type music and I actually think I think he's he's actually really talented he's actually put out a lot of good music you're gonna say something Shad, I cut you off
1: yeah no I'm I'm gonna disagree with you I'm gonna say when Bieber grew up he went from suck to blow but uh, oh
2: man I disagree I actually like I actually that's, like Justin, that's I, fine I unironically like Justin Bieber. <laughs>
1: that's the nice thing we can disagree without wanting to kill each other so yeah. but uh, I, I don't I don't have a whole lot to say I I, I do not do not like Bieber at all
0: mm. like I just... don't think I could tell you one of his songs if I heard it I know I hear it attached to things but like I like I don't have any I don't have any like mo- any cuz my wife doesn't listen to a lot of pop music anymore so like my my perception of pop music always came via her so like I don't um I don't really know a lot of modern pop
1: that's it, it's it's pop music's got a weird cycle to it cuz it'll go from <clears throat> you know they'll go from like lots of boy bands to and then we go into the princess era to then we go into like it it, it weaves back and forth and different stuff comes it, up and you know lives.
0: um the bit i hear it doesn't feel like it's changed much to, much in a long time like if i hear something new it doesn't sound any different from anything i've heard like five years ago
2: it depends on what you you define as pop if you're talking like just top 40 i feel like
0: Uh, top 40 radio
2: i feel like it it has there are like subtle changes like nowadays there is a lot of like i would say like r&b and hip-hop um you you can see trends like there are at any given point someone will come along and, like, their style will become popular, so then it's, like, all of a sudden it's, like, two or three of the same type of person. Yeah.
1: Yeah,
0: because like, everyone's got to <clears> cash in while it's...
1: Yeah, the executives yeah. are like, oh, that's popular now. Let's do... Let's have someone do that.
0: Yeah, like,
2: now, um, like, Cardi B, if you... Like, a couple years back was popular.
1: Yeah. So now,
2: now you have you have Cardi B, you also have, like, Megan Thee Stallion, you have Doja Cat, you have, like, Sari. These are all they're all kind of similar in a way. Um, so you have that, you have, you have other weird stuff too. Like you have like Billie Eilish is like huge right now. Yeah. And I actually would say that <laughs> Eilish is, is puts out good music, but I really struggle to understand why she's actually s- successful and a mainstream artist because her music is literally all over the place. It, some songs are like essentially like 1990s british trip hop mm-hmm. and other songs are practically like gospel songs it's it's the weirdest she is incredibly varied and she's incredibly varied and it's like none of i listen to it and i i like it but it's like why this is not mainstream how is this how is this like mainstream popular
0: See, yeah. what I actually like pay attention to, like the hard rock stuff I've, I've kind of fallen off of because when you kind of tune in, it's like the same bands that have been around for like 20 years, like putting out the same songs. And it's just it hasn't evolved much on that. Front. <laughs> Are
1: you going to tell me you don't want to look at this photograph? Oh,
0: God. No. <laughs> Mainstream. And this is like... Like, it's just Go like, ahead. hey, look, it's five finger death punch doing bad company by bad company from the album bad company
2: there are some
0: good
2: (laughs) there are some good like hard rock bands out there but i would say hard rock is actually has really been kind of gutted
0: well there's not a lot of
2: really good stuff
0: so the problem with hard rock is if um if you want to be into, like, the metal scene, you got to go, like, you have to go really indie and find stuff, or, like, what a lot of people have done, including me, like, you got to go Euro metal and get into, like, your dream theaters and, like, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And then you have to be content with, um, instead of, like, you got to be content with some guy from, like, Sweden singing about, like, Vikings and stuff and, like, doing a music video in a castle. Like, that's kind of what you have to, like, except if you want, like, diversity in your metal now.
1: Yeah, that's... that's,
0: And, I mean, like, I'm going to be honest, like, a lot of it's really good, and sometimes it's in a language you don't understand, and you probably don't even know what it is, but, I mean, it's good. It's just, that's what you have to accept if you want, like, metal now.
1: Yeah, it's a weird place to be because, like... Um, what am I thinking of? I, I'm, I'm not going to go with a contemporary example, but like Through the Fire and Flames by Dragon Force is an incredibly, you know, technically very complex and cool sounding song. But then on the other hand, God, the cheese factor is up, too. So you got to you, <laughs> you, you got you to gotta take your lumps. Don't get me wrong, I like it. There are some people who are going to be rrr, rrr, rrr. No, no, no. I like it, but I, there, there's some cheese going.
0: I mean, you got to have a little bit of that.
1: Yeah, and that's okay. I'm just saying that there's some there's some cheese.
0: So let's let's hit our schedule again. Yeah, where the kids heck were we? Block has <laughs> sent us down. <laughs> I'm Wow, well,
1: I, I I let's get way off the beaten path. I have loved every single one of our
2: cartoons. Saturday morning cartoon shows because we get So off topic
0: <laughs> and we get into, You know what the weird thing is, is Like I've listened back to some of them And like sometimes it's nonsensical Like how where we Like sometimes I understand like we've ended up on Star Wars or like when Matt and I uh, Talked about the new Mulan But sometimes like it's like How did we get into like the history Of like Germanic politics And Otto von Bismarck Like I don't even know where that came from <laughs> Like, some weeks it's just, like, I understand, and other weeks I don't. I don't get it.
1: <laughs> this is the weirdest grab bag. Episodes. I will, I will,
0: <laughs> yeah,
2: really? I would honestly say, like, for, in my, the way my brain works, it, it there's no deeper thought process. It's not like I have a, a list of things I want to talk about. You'll literally, you guys may literally just say something, and I'm like, oh, let's talk about, like, Audubon. <laughs> it's smart.
0: Yeah, I, I know. That's...
1: Seems like a All good right. time. <laughs> Yeah, where does that put us on the schedule, Brad?
0: So we're at eleven o'clock. We're still on ABC. So yeah. Bugs Bunny and Tweety show still hanging on. So we, noon. I actually remember this show, but I don't remember liking it. I think I saw it because remember when ABC used to do like the Friday preview that mm-hmm. would like do little snippets of like the upcoming cartoons. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: And Go I never see it on name. that. So this I don't is don't little. Just
1: named you uh, a few. Cartoon episodes back.
0: So this is this is Little Rosie. This is actually so this is a cartoon that was done with the Roseanne characters as kids and I think it is voiced by Roseanne.
2: Oh, I don't I feel like I, I only vaguely remember this and I, I don't I, think
1: I ever watched
0: it. I only remember it from that preview. I don't remember ever watching it.
1: I think I watched like one or two episodes but the problem is that, um, I didn't like it, so I quit watching it, and, okay, there's, there's some, there's some issues, like, it, it, it doesn't follow, like, the, the show as an adult, because her, her sister doesn't have the same name, and,
0: uh. Well, and it didn't, like, you can't, you can't really recapture what makes Roseanne, Awesome in a cartoon for kids. Even as a kid, like, like, I don't know. It's one of my favorite scenes from the show is when the guy, the the salesman dies on their, um, on their (laughs) kitchen table. Oh God. And, and Dan's trying to like fix the thing and his hand comes (laughs) loose and he smacks him right on the ass and he like (laughs) freaks out.
1: The, their Halloween episodes were always like, that was their, 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 their safety valve in the year was to have these wild haunted house stuff that came through. And then the guy that came by that, that was going to be Dan's new boss. And he and Roseanne conspired to just absolutely terrify the hell out of Dan on that. That was a great gag. That was a lot of fun to watch. You're not going to get that stuff in an animated kids show on Saturday morning.
0: Yeah. And I think, I think actually the Simpsons aped their Halloween episodes off of Roseanne. (laughs) Honestly.
1: They had a lot of fun with it, and those are yeah. fun to watch. But this this show, the, the Little Rosie, was just like I may have watched one or two, and then been like, you know what? I' gonna go fold clothes or something. This is not.
0: Well, this was th- this was a big <laughs> this is a big thing they were in the middle of at the time, which is taking an established IP and doing children versions of this. And I think it started yeah. with Flintstone Kids, and. Uh, um, uh, uh... I would say you're kind of towards the end of it, but people are still no. This is the height of it. Looking at this, yeah. and yeah. Muppet Babies started it. My bad.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: So then, um, twelve thirty, a pup named Scooby Doo holding on. I think for the last bit. Okay, yeah. so we're gonna go to CBS. Actually, CBS has a killer lineup this year.
1: <coughs> yeah.
0: So, um, we're gonna blow through this, but I think we'll stop and talk about one.
1: Yeah. But
0: they only have they only have two new shows. Right. So eight to nine, Muppet Babies. It's still
1: there. Yep.
0: Yeah. Uh, nine to ten, Garfield and Friends. Ten to eleven, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I fucking love the show. Yes. Of I, I
2: absolutely love Teenage Mutant. Yeah.
0: It, and if I read anything, Ninja Turtles, Shredder, and it it bugs me because I want to watch that Batman versus TMNT cartoon that's out but it makes me so sad that we can't have Kevin Conroy, Mark Hamill and James Avery. Oh, no. Because I still, it's, um, it's still to this day. If I read anything with shredders voice, it's always James Avery. It is.
1: It, is. It's it is the yeah.
0: iconic voice.
2: A friend of the show, Justin in Canada. Yeah. Uh, who uh, we've he listens to the show, so I know he'll uh, he'll pop when I mention his name. <laughs> Just some cheap heat there. All his cheap pops. Um, he guys actually watched that Batman Ninja Turtles uh, show, and, yeah. uh, and he actually was upset about it. And that's because even though uh, I don't know that he's like a more of a Turtles fan versus a Batman fan, but he didn't like the fact that apparently the Turtles basically like. They do the job essentially to Batman. Like Batman, apparently, like can like kick all of their asses easily in the in the mm. show.
0: Yeah, I kind of like got they, that from the. Trailer. They apparently
2: struggle to actually beat uh, even like Robin, which I wouldn't do. That I mean, uh, you know, I, I'm a Batman Mark, so it's like I'm yeah. not going to have Turtles like job to Batman. Uh, uh, sorry, like I'm not going to have Batman job to the Turtles, but yeah, you can at least have them be like competitive. Like I wouldn't yeah, have yeah. like struggle against Robin.
0: He, they should. What it should be is Batman should be able to take them individually, but if the Turtles work together, they should be able to win. That's kind of like the point of the Turtles.
1: Or, or it comes to like when you get down to the wire on um, how it turns out. Like it's, it's close. It should be, but apparently that's not what they did.
0: But I had Turtles was like one of the only toy lines where I had like everything.
1: I had so
0: many turtles.
1: I did too.
0: I had the Technodrome. (laughs) I had Krang when they finally did um his big robot body.
1: I had Krang in his little like geriatric walker, but I didn't have his big robot body.
0: Um, so let's move on. I remember watching the next show. So from 11 to 11:30, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventures. I don't remember caring much for this, but I do remember watching it. I think this moves to Fox eventually.
1: I never watched it.
0: This was like the height of um this was like the height of their popularity. It's really sad watching them reprise like roles as like fifty year olds. Mm. The only one you know what I wish they would do? Because I think it's the one movie that you could do with guys in their fifties and it would work in the theme of the universe is doing a Wayne's world with them as 50 year olds acting the same way because their characters would do that.
1: Oh yeah. They'd never not growing up and changing.
0: Yeah. And it would be pathetic (laughs) in the right way.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I could totally be like, you could, or there, there's lots of ways you could go with that without having their character change a whole lot.
0: Yeah. But the, but the best part of that movie, the first Wayne's world to me is though, is, um, I can't think of his name. The guy that was, um, the guy from Married with Children is, like, the 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 cook in the diner. Oh,
1: which which guy? which guy from Married with Children?
0: The main character. I can't think of Oh, one. Ed O'Neill? Yeah, Ed O'Neill. <clears throat> oh,
1: I don't remember that.
0: He narrates a bit, like, in parts of it.
1: Uh, okay, I'm going to be honest with you. I've only watched Wayne's World once, so uh if I don't remember it that it ain't been drilled into my brain like other stuff has
0: Wayne's world is is probably high up on my list of movies. I remember liking it a lot in the early
2: nineties. I probably saw it more than <laughs> once, but it wasn't it wasn't like other films that i that I watched like repeatedly.
0: No, I've never watched it repeatedly. I do watch it maybe every like ish years I might catch a bit of it. Cause it has Bill... I think it has... Doesn't it have Bill Murray's brother in it? Oh, I don't uh, remember. I
1: don't know.
0: The grumpy one that was like the boss in... Um, I can't remember names tonight. The one that was like the boss in Christmas Vacation.
1: Oh. I, I can see his face. Yeah. Uh, man. Man. we have hit a memory dead zone for me to
0: (laughs) i just remember do you remember this is a this is going to be i'm going really obscure do you remember the murray brothers golf show on like comedy central like way back in the day i actually remember
1: remember the commercials
0: yeah i remember that that's that i i was thinking about that the other day for some reason i don't know why because i think that literally lasted like two episodes
1: I remember they ran so many commercials for it on Comedy Central, and then it oh, just
0: com- vanished. Yeah, com- that's, that's, that's the Comedy Central special. It's
1: like, oh, yeah, we're going to hype this up. Oh, it didn't do. Goodbye. Yeah.
0: So 1130, we have Pee Wee's Playhouse still hanging in there. And then at noon we still we still have Dink the little dinosaur I still don't know what that is and I meant to actually watch an episode <laughs> of that and forgot um, that is that is a pretty strong lineup of shows even though there's not like a lot because there's our a lot of it's an hour slot yeah so now well,
1: just like the first Muppet babies Garfield and Friends and then the Ninja Turtles dropping it that's that's a strong three hour block in one go
0: yeah. And I think at this point, like <coughs> in '90, I think this is like the height of turtles Fever. I think it's like it's running in syndication and on Saturday morning and like multiple channels. Like I think you could watch this all the time. <laughs> oh, and I
2: did. I watched it. Yeah. Like, yeah. So I'm looking up on Wikipedia.
0: And VHS uh, tapes. <clears> I remember. Do you remember the one with like the the pizza monsters or whatever that grew from like the eggs? On the pizza mm, or whatever? I don't remember
2: that.
0: Oh, and the arcade games, too. Oh, yeah.
1: Oh, I love oh, the arcade man. games.
0: Well, I think the first movie was out by now, too.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was. <clears throat> I could I be wrong, but I the, don't think so.
0: I remember going to the Ohio State Fair one year, and they did like a live-action Turtles thing with them like in the suits and stuff.
1: Oh uh, oh was this the concert?
0: I don't think they sang. I think they just fought like on a stage, like oh, a... Okay.
1: are you talking about little... the turtles coming out of our shell? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, yeah. that's what I was referencing.
0: Yeah. Oh, I think, my I, think I remember going to see that.
2: <clears throat> I didn't go see that, but I think it was wasn't that like a there was a VHS. A, there was a VHS. Wasn't yeah. that wasn't that
1: like a collaboration with um, I think Pizza Hut? Yes. I I, I don't remember if it was a Pizza Hut collaboration I do remember that there was like
0: uh, It might have been McDonald's Because I think this is around the time McDonald's had pizza
1: I'm not sure But I do remember it was god awful Like coming out of their shelves Was just horrendous It was very awful
0: I don't remember anything about it Other than I went to it
1: Oh, man. Oh, I am, oh, God. I'm looking it up. It was
2: uh, a collaboration with Pizza Hut.
0: Okay.
1: <sighs> God. So, so bad.
0: Are you guys ready to trot some new ground here?
1: Oh, man. Let's do it.
0: Okay. So, Fox <coughs> is entering the fray with their own Saturday morning lineup. So, we're going to hit this pretty quick. Um, Eight o'clock, Tom and Jerry kids. I never cared for this show. Um,. Though Droopy is a favorite character of mine, but like real Droopy, not like watered down 90s Droopy.
1: Nah, I got nothing for you. Um,
0: so 8.30 we have Zazu Yu. I watched like an intro of this. I have no recollection that this ever existed.
1: I
2: got nothing.
0: That, I don't recall range... this.
2: Absol- I, I have no recollection of this at all.
0: Yeah, I don't either. Okay, so nine, we have one that we all remember: Bobby's World with uh Howie Mandel. Yep. Um, Another dirty comedian doing children's programming.
1: (laughs) The Bob Saget.
0: I just remember Bob Saget special.
1: That's what I called it.
0: Matt, do you remember this for him telling that story on Opie and Anthony about his daughter needing to pee and him like crashing the car and they're like in this ditch and then his daughter like pees all over him.
2: I don't. No, I don't remember
0: that one. Uh, that was like his first like O and A appearance. But um, so <laughs> I remember, I remember watching this for a year or two. But the problem is, I was about nine when this came out, so I was like kind of moving past. I think the level of show this was pretty quick. I um I did not realize this lasted until nineteen ninety seven.
1: Yeah, this ran what? for a long time.
0: I think what? it was like an early morning, like weekday show forever.
2: Oh, I don't. I have no knowledge of this.
0: It might have moved to the Family Channel too.
1: I, I know it, it went for a long, long time.
0: Well, I remember it, but then I watched it. I forgot he had like siblings and stuff. Like it was, it was familiar when I saw them. Mm-hmm. But um, it's very '90s in its presentation, like the way everyone looks. It just it it, it screams like '90s to me yeah but like but like i i remember i know i watched it for a couple seasons but then i was getting to be like 11 and 12 and then like ren and stimpy and like Rocco's modern life was hitting so then this show just kind of got left by the wayside yeah
1: yeah that's true
0: now the next (coughs) show i watched a ton of this show while it was on attack (laughs) of the killer tomatoes
1: can you can we do the song Attack. Attack of the Killer, the killer Tomatoes. tomatoes.
0: <laughs> so there's two seasons of this. The first season, um the second season gets a little weird because they like mutate the tomatoes and like the bad guys kind of win. I love
1: how the the second season of Attack of the Killer Tomatoes gets a little weird.
2: <laughs> I don't really recall the first <laughs> season. I don't think I watched it.
0: It the was a lot of parody, like. Um, the Little Tomatoes were always doing like some movie parody. The only one I remember this is he does something and like the the tomatoes become vampire tomatoes.
2: Oh, uh, I remember that one.
0: Yeah, that's that's really the only one I remember of this.
2: So I don't I don't remember the first season. I don't think I watched the first season, but the second season was balls to the wall crazy and I did watch that. Although I'm looking it up right
0: now. It looks like it was only like six episodes or something when I looked it, it was, back up, and I was
2: I'm I was shocked. I, I felt it was like, like if you, I would have if you had asked me, I would have said like it's probably like a couple dozen episodes. No, it looks like it's eight episodes.
0: Yeah, I would have uh, said like thirteen.
2: For those who do not know, it's based on a, a live action movie called Attack of the Killer Tomatoes, which was dumb. Well,
0: let's we have to be accurate though. It's the second one and not the first one.
2: <laughs> oh, okay.
0: Because they're very they're very different movies.
2: Uh, the way this the, the show it was the premise was like you know there's like killer tomatoes the premise of the second episode was that the villains won the entire world outside of like our heroes it's like a handful of people has been turned into like anthropomorphic tomatoes like the entire world
0: except for like a little part of Africa or something I remember. yes the so they used to Africa. have they used to have like a map that would yes. show like what was yeah
2: uh, and our heroes have to try and reverse this, and meanwhile they're opposed by the evil tomatoes, of which like four or five of them were mutated into like giant uh, tomatoes that were like each had each was like unique and weird. I think one was like a a, a mummy for some yeah. reason. One was like uh, like a werewolf or so, I don't know a snake. There was baby, a, I don't know
0: he was, was good. Odd. but There was like a Phantom of the Opera tomato in there too somewhere
2: okay yeah there was it was weird it was just weird
0: there were and toys do you know there that? were
2: toys i remember those toys
0: yeah because you got like a tomato and then like one of the characters
2: yeah uh and the main villain was voiced by uh john Aston. Yep. uh you know previously uh he played uh, gomez adams and the adams family
0: the riddler and batman
2: yes he was one of the Riddlers in the live-action uh, 1960s Batman with Adam West. Yeah. Uh, father of Sean Astin, actor Sean Astin, who played uh, Samwise Gamgee in the Hobbit... and uh, Sorry, the Lord of the Rings movies.
0: And the main character in The Goonies. Yes. And who... Um, who They just Rudy. stood around and watched get eaten to death by a hell beast in um, Stranger <laughs> Things. Yeah, in row, I told, oh, yeah. I told my wife, I was like... You know, if we're in the situation and the hell beast is devouring me, just shoot me, please, instead of sitting there like an idiot gawking he, as he, I'm getting... There wasn't
1: anybody around when that happened. He was making for the door. Everybody else was still in... Was outside. So, whenever the, the demo dogs got him, there was nobody else around to...
0: No, I think, I think, um... I think, um, What's-Her-Face was...
1: I don't think around. so, no.
0: Winona he Ryder? Went,
1: he went by himself.
0: Is that Winona Ryder? <clears throat> yeah. Yes. Was she, um, was she Lydia in Beetlejuice? Yes. Oh, the connections are all happening. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I just looked it up. Sean Astin. Sorry, sorry. of course Sean Astin is. But John Astin is still alive.
0: Mm-hmm. 90 years old. He was still acting until a couple years ago. Hmm. I think he was uh, in McHale's Was he in McHale's Navy? Uh, Let me look it up. He's been in a. He's been in a ton of stuff.
1: Uh, I got nothing for you on that. <laughs> yeah, it shocked me to uh, no, know he's still I alive. Don't think he was. Oh, okay. So it's it's an. It, this just seems like an odd choice to me to make into a kid's show given the background on it, right?
0: I don't know, I liked it.
1: Uh-huh. But, I mean, can you imagine the pitch meeting? They're like, yeah, we want to make a kid's show out of this. Like, Is that like the weird horror movie things? Yep, we want to do that. And we want to pitch it to kids. And they're like, hey, am I the only one hearing this in
0: here? Counterpoint, you can make toys out of them. Uh, there it is. Yeah, um, okay. So then at uh, ten we have a show called the Pigsburg Pigs. I feel like I vaguely remember this.
1: Uh, nope, I got nothing. Oh. Yeah. yeah, I don't either.
0: Um, ten thirty <laughs> is Funhouse. I don't remember this being on Saturdays. I do remember watching this during the week. This was hosted by, uh, we actually talked about him a lot on the 1989 episode. This was hosted by um, J.D. Roth. This was like a kid's game show. I think they did like an obstacle course at the end or something. Did either of you watch this?
2: I feel like I remember the show.
0: And they had like a board
2: game version of it too. I feel like I watched this. Although if you were to ask me exactly what they did on
1: the show, I could not tell you. Yeah. I did did not watch this.
0: I'm looking at it, it right know. now.
1: I got nothing.
0: You might wow, have. that
1: is some 80s looking attire.
0: Cuz this is this is towards <laughs> the end of that run. I feel like this is more like a late 80s show that was like a syndication show.
1: Probably. I,
2: that, again, I, I'm going to like digress into a related unrelated topic, but were you guys as obsessed in the late 80s? with the Nickelodeon show, Double Dare, Double Dare,
1: memory. Yeah. I Smart was summers!
2: obsessed with it. Obsessed.
1: And you were convinced that you could do some of the challenges. Maybe not I, all. Of them, but i some convinced
2: of I could have done all the challenges, but my family, like, was... I
1: had a very dysfunctional family,
2: so none of them would have been good for to go on this show as, <laughs> as a family. But I, I totally wanted to do the optical course.
0: It used yeah. to be on all the time. Oh, oh yeah, it was. You know what? I think that I think the peak though of Nickelodeon game shows was Legends of the Hidden Temple.
1: Oh yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it was good, and you always had a kid screw up putting together the the silver monkey statue. But I'm going to counter with Guts.
0: I never watched Guts. I, I can, didn't watched Guts either. But, I think I was. A li- I, I think I was getting a little old when Guts hit
1: let me put it this way guts was like the kids version of like titan games or something like that. Like they, it was, it would be like seriously physically challenging stuff.
0: And, um, (laughs) I remember watching Nick arcade, but I, I know how they did that now. So it's kind of like seeing how the sausage was made and you can't unsee it. It kind of ruins the magic of it when you are a kid, but it makes sense why they sucked so bad at the games. Like when they did like the, in the arcade thing where they were like in the game. Yeah. Cause I don't, have you guys ever watched like how they did that? Uh.
1: Uh-huh.
0: So they, they essentially were just on the green screen and they had to like, watch it. Oh. on like a monitor. So that's why it was so awkward and weird because like what you were seeing was just them in front of a green screen. And then it's like yeah. them trying to like navigate.
1: I did figure it. that out at one point And I was like, um, uh... Because I was like, why is everything so slow? And or Why are they all reacting that? And it was just kind of like, at some point I figured out, I was like, oh, this is on a green screen. There's no way that they're seeing everything the way we are.
0: Yeah. So then <laughs> I do not know what, I'm not, so from 11 to 1130, <laughs> I do not know what they mean by WWF wrestling on this. I'm thinking it might've been like an early version of like Livewire or something. But don't... I tried to look up what this what this was, and I don't know what it was. But I'm it was thinking like... it might have been like a clip show. Hmm. Like you know, remember Live Wire like Saturday mornings on USA Network, where like people would call in and stuff, and they'd show highlights, and it was I think like, who was it by that point? I don't remember who it was by that point. Oh, it might have still been um Todd Pettengill Oh
2: God jeez i think it was it like wwf superstars
0: no because those were syndicated i don't think they would have had it like i think it had to be a program specifically for (laughs) this this spot on fox Hmm. for it to make the schedule like this it could be wrestling challenger superstars though
2: yeah i don't it was so i don't remember the show specifically and i didn't i didn't start watching wrestling until like a couple years later no. so I, I would not have i would not have watched this but uh i would imagine it was mostly just like squash matches
0: yeah well, i don't it's even, a highlight show
2: yeah yeah i think well back in the day like yeah i think i don't even think you'd get like it wasn't even something like a wcw saturday night where it's like yeah you get squash matches but you, you'll probably in a in a two-hour WCW Saturday night, you would get, like, at least two to three matches where it's, like, actual, like, stars and competitive matches. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this is just, like, squash matches and then interspersed with clips, so you'd actually see stars. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Now, I do I did look it up because we talked about it on the 89 show. Like, in my market um, at noon, I believe T V was on at this point. So... I would have been checking out GamePro TV at noon.
1: This was not on my. This was not um, on Fox in my area. Okay. So.
0: So we're heading over to NBC, which I kind of feel like NBC has a crap lineup this year. Um, so we get Camp Candy at 8. Um, now, Captain N gets a little different this year. We get Captain N of the Adventures of Super Mario Bros. 3. I remember watching this because Mario 3 was huge at the time. It's mm-hmm. a very bad cartoon. Mm-hmm. Ah. Much worse than The Super Show.
2: Oh, it's a shame. Yeah, I was going it, to. It, so, The Adventures of Super Mario Bros. 3, that's not the same as The Super Mario Bros. Super Show?
0: No, even the voice actors are a little different. So, like, what they did is they had The Super Show, and then that ended, and then this was just like a straight up cartoon without, like, the Lou Albano stuff. So then you had Mario three, and then I think the next season or the season after you get Super Mario World.
1: Hmm, it's a crying shame, like, isn't it? Yeah. I uh,
2: I remember at the time liking the <laughs> the Super Mario Brothers Super Show.
0: I liked Captain uh, the... at the time, so I mean, I was a dumb kid, so what can I
2: say? <laughs> at that point, like, like, so people really don't appreciate it. Like nowadays. I'm going to sound so old. Like like nowadays, kids don't understand. Mm -hmm. It's like, folks, we're old enough that people now are spoiled. It's like kids nowadays. You've always had some sort of like video game platform Mm -hmm. that you could play as. But it's like, guys, like we were old enough that it's like that didn't exist. Like you had to go to an arcade, and
0: we're all we're all. uh-huh. There was a typewriter in my house when I was a kid. Oh mm. yeah,
2: oh yeah. Uh, we're all young enough that it's like that we understood the, the the we understood arcades, but it wasn't like that was a thing we did. Although, like when I was when I was growing oh, up, oh I
0: did. I used to. My parents used to take me to the mall arcade because I had to I had to get me like a regular fix of uh, the X Men arcade machine mm. or the Simpsons. Mm.
2: See my my experience <laughs> or um.
0: And it was also big when I was a kid. I don't know if you guys had them. I know you guys probably – there were two of them. There was Pizza Time Theater, which became Chuck E. Cheese, and then there was um, –
1: uh, Showbiz there Pizza. Was
0: showbiz with the Rockefeller Explosion.
2: Uh, uh, I remember the Rockafire –
0: so I don't think I
2: ever
1: went to one of those, but I knew about the Rockefeller Explosion. <laughs> um, I, I knew about them, but we never went – my family went in one one time. We walked in. We kind of stood around for five minutes, kind of getting our bearings. My brother and I looked at each other, and we looked at our parents and said, could we leave, please? <laughs> uh,
2: my exposure to arcades was pretty much at, like, uh, Chuck E. Cheese. Like, yeah. I would go for, like, birthday parties for my own birthday, and they would always have, like, arcade games there. Um, but kids don't really understand, like, they're – there was like arcades but that wasn't like in your home but then eventually like they had you had Nintendo and Nintendo was affordable enough that you could have that so then like in our time frame we were like obsessed with video anything video games like kids were like obsessed with so yeah like we i i definitely watched like super mario brothers super show cuz it's like i i absolutely wanted to see everything
0: mario <laughs> Well, and I think people don't realize too is like, you used to go to the supermarket and um, they used to have like um, arcade machines there, even like a laundromat and stuff.
2: Yep. I don't recall I, them at
1: the supermarket. Well... Oh yeah, you...
0: well, the the lobby of Walmart I remember I used to go into Walmart and they would have Street Fighter 2 there. Yeah. Yeah. And I'd, I'd play like Street Fighter 2 or like I used to love Rampage.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, you know, and you'd, your parents would go shopping, and they get, I mean, this is, you know, this is before the day where everyone thought you were going to get abducted. So, you know, your parents would give you, like, a couple quarters to amuse you while they were checking out or something, and you'd go.
1: And you had yeah. to be, you had to be good enough with your couple quarters to not, like, immediately lose out. Like, there was some pressure to actually play well, too.
0: Yeah, you had to you had to know you had to know like what you would get good mileage out of like you know like a Galaxian machine you knew like you knew like seventy five cents would get you like a good fifteen minutes on a Galaxian machine.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. so, but if there was a line at the Street Fighter machine and there was one guy who wasn't budging, everybody would yeah. step up and challenge you. Just don't bother.
0: Yeah, and <laughs> I, I remember that because you used to put your quarter on there saying you had like next. Yeah. Uh, but X-Men, X-Men was excellent in um, Simpsons and uh, Captain America and the Avengers. I remember that one. And there's like that weird Spider-Man one that had like Hawkeye and um,
1: Black Cat and Submariner.
0: Yeah, yep. that was the weirdest cast ever.
1: Yeah, that was that was an odd grouping to have. But uh, <clears throat> the yeah, those those four player beat ups were the jam because it became like this community event where everybody's working together.
0: Oh man, they're making a they're making one of those small like three four scales X-Men machines and it's gonna be like five hundred bucks. I want it so bad.
1: Oh, uh God, it's it, so bad. You know, the the weird thing that I have discovered from going and playing playing those later on through emulators or like we had um, my brother and I got the Captain America, the Avengers Super NES port is like after you get the hang of them and you just you, you get to where you like, OK, I got it figured out and you can rip through. They just doesn't feel as fun if as you can Simpsons play them as retains, regular.
0: I think Simpsons retains a little bit, but, you, they, you know, you can just have I think that's because the physics are a little more fun in that and things are flying around and stuff.
1: I don't know, but it's, it's just one of like, you know, I, I've gone through and play like uh, Final Fight and um, yeah. A bunch of the side-scrolling beat-em-ups, which were so much fun as a kid. And now I'm kind of like, and I'm, I'm punching someone again.
0: Yeah. And
1: I'm punching someone Oh,
0: look, I'm beating up another hooker.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The only one, and I can't remember the name of it, but it was like, um, it wasn't Knights of the Round. But there was a game that was um, the it was it was a medieval or a fantasy setting, and there were different like the different classes did different stuff. So there was
0: <clears> there was one Golden of them Ax- that was
1: wizard. No, it wasn't Golden Axe.
0: Um, are you talking about the D and D one? Mm, what was it called? I don't remember. There were a couple of them. Look up D and D arcade game. I don't recall one. Uh, did you ever play the um, the Aerosmith like shooter?
1: Yes, Revolution X. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh man, that was that was so much.
0: You were shooting X. CDs and stuff.
1: I did not,
2: but I feel like I saw this in like a Game Pro magazine. Maybe remember?
0: Yeah, it was. It was.
1: It was, it was the weapon. A it might have been the D and D game. Looking at it, the the art style looks about right.
0: I like those, um, those rail shooters, like where you had like the gun in your hand and you had to like shoot off screen to like reload your gun. Oh Those yeah. were fun.
1: The one that I enjoyed the most of those, cause they, you know, uh, lethal enforcers was, and, um, area 51, I think. Those area 51
0: good was good. And I think it was house of the dead was one of those
1: house. of The dead, was that set in place, or was that a I don't remember, but the oh my God, lethal enforcers was everywhere, but the one that i <coughs> um, remember having the most fun with was one that what they they I can't remember what it was called. It, it was, like, police emergency 911 or something, but it had a pad that you stood on, and it had motion sensors. So you're having to, like, kneel and lean and that sort of stuff um, as you go through it. So it would rail to you, but whenever you got to a particular point, instead of, like, time crisis where you hit the, the pedal to to duck or, or pop back out, then um, this one you, like, were actually physically moving around and stuff. Yeah.
0: Uh-huh now okay one question before we move on did you guys ever see a play 10 in the wild
1: Hmm, no I can't
2: say that I did
0: ah so if anyone's listening they're like what the hell is a play 10 that was essentially an arcade game that was just an NES where you can play NES games for money
1: no I I don't think so maybe I did but I don't think so
0: Okay, so then we go to nine thirty, which is Gravedale High. I remember looking this up when I was researching this and I don't remember anything about it. And um I obviously I think it was a high school show with undead people. I think with monsters. If I'm remembering <laughs> correctly. I don't I would have I have recollections about like Mario Three, but I don't think I watched this at all because I would have been watching Garfield and friends attack of the killer tomatoes, or even the crappy like ghostbusters stuff instead of this. Yeah. Just like I would have been watching Beetlejuice or Ninja Turtles instead of kid and play, which is an animated series based on the band kid and play. So I'm going to say that was not good. I cannot
1: get past. Anytime I hear kid and play, I hear the line from scrubs and it's like, Oh my, I'll call up my ex girlfriend, Stacy and ask her. She drowned in the pool. Did she ever mention a black man who had a haircut, a fade, like kid and play? No, kid and play. It was she hung up on me. I can't figure out why.
0: Um, Let's see. 1030 is chipmunks go to the movies, which is like the last gasp of like the chipmunks trying to hold on to relevance. Um, It's never good when they change concept. I don't remember ever seeing any of these. So I'm going to say it wasn't very good. Mm-hmm. Um, 11 is saved by the bell we talked about that last time um, is Dustin Diamond still alive
1: I haven't For heard an anything announced yeah he's got
0: the bad he's got like he's got if, if you don't know he has like really bad like stage 4 cancer
1: stage 4 small cell carcinoma <sighs> yeah,
0: yeah that's not yeah. the good stuff
1: That's <laughs> um,
2: well again anytime <laughs> anytime cancer is I mean you don't want to be diagnosed with cancer like at all but if it's going to be diagnosed, like stage one is like yeah, where you want to be, where it hasn't metastasized to other uh, systems.
0: Yeah.
2: But stage four, it's like at that point.
0: It's how long.
2: Things are very, have. things are very grim. And it's, yeah. it's really unfortunate. And he, he unfortunately has a very, it's, it's, it's small cell carcinoma, which I believe is a form of lung cancer, is a very it's a very difficult and rare cancer. So it's unfortunately one of those ones that it's like by the time I think it might be one, by the time you actually are symptomatic, it's probably far too late.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's
1: aggressive.
0: The thing with, um, the thing with stage one for a lot of cancers now is we've actually in the last 20 years have advanced quite far enough. Your chances, if they catch it early these days are actually really good. Yeah. Um, if they catch it early enough, like I think, I think survival rates have gone up. Like I think, I think for a lot, if you get it caught early, like you're in the solid 80s for long term for making it past five years. But um, stage four is really not, not that. Yeah. So I forgot to look up the next one, which is Guys Next Door. I don't know what that is. I'm guessing that was some like offshoot of say by the Bell.
1: I have no memory of it at all. Uh, that was then, a live
2: action show. Um, I I don't know how many seasons it ran. Maybe I don't know, but I'm sure uh, I'm sure Christy Petrillo could tell us. I'm sure. He, yeah. I'm sure he wait, wait say it right. See you're right. Friend of the show, Christy Petrillo. I'm sure <laughs> he has it on VHS, maybe or DVD. I'm sure. I'm 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 gonna actually text him. <laughs>
0: Wow, this looks uber douchey just from like the pictures. Just
1: just be careful, man.
0: I'm getting I'm getting chills just looking at it like Ugh.
1: I don't know that I want it in my search history. Yeah.
0: And I wanna I wanna mention one thing before we pick our winner. So if you go into the spring, Fox debuts a show at eight o'clock. Um that was actually a staple of my childhood. Man. And it has Tim Curry yep. in it. Um, Peter Pan and the pirates.
1: Tim Curry is very Tim Curry in the best way in this. Yeah. I
0: watched, I watched a metric crap load of that show as a kid.
1: You know, fascinating thing about it is I'm sorry, Matt, you go ahead. I've talked enough. No, right? you go ahead. You go ahead. Go ahead. The fascinating thing about Peter Pan and the pirates is they delve a lot into like the original stories Instead of it, you know, just kind of like, oh, we're gonna take this concept and play. Like they, they play with it a lot. They play with the superstitions, the Lost Boys, the pirates. Everything the is lore. not and Hook, yeah. Like they, they dig in the lore a lot more than you would expect, and it's it's complex. Like it is, you you you're like, oh, a Peter Pan Saturday morning cartoon show. Yay, they phoned this in. No, it is. Like it is complex and they put work into this, okay man I'm sorry go ahead i uh,
2: i I recall the show <laughs> I cannot say I ever watched it um on Saturday mornings uh looking at the schedule i don't I may not have even been up at like eight am to be honest with you
0: I was like a six am kid on um Saturday mornings for a i long time
2: actually don't think i ever really watched the show but i was aware of it um and i think i recall it more it went into syndication if i'm not mistaken i think because i think i
0: yeah i think it was a syndication show and they just slipped it in there for um filler
2: mm, i see
0: Oh, jason marsden was um peter pan i'm looking at the the voice actors
2: I didn't realize Tim Curry was the actual the voice actor here. Captain Hook.
0: Yeah, Captain Hook.
2: It's actually really sad because uh, Tim Curry had a stroke a little while back. Yeah. So he um, he doesn't really do much of anything nowadays. I think no. it was pretty a fairly debilitating stroke, but uh, Tim Curry is in like a lot of stuff that
1: was actually it's he's great in most of it.
0: And Muppet Treasure Island, I love him in that.
1: That Muppet Treasure Island is amazing. From the only thing in Muppet Treasure Island I don't care for is is Jim, Jimmy Jim, Jimmy Jim, Jim Jim, Jimmy Jim 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 Jim. Like I don't really care for him, but everything that happens around him is just
0: amazing. I love um (laughs) I love when he um. When he turns on the pirates, the one guy's like, Dead Tom's dead. Long John killed him and the other pirates like, But Dead Tom's always been dead. That's why we call him Dead Tom <laughs> Well you
1: get you you get to have um you get to have Tim Curry have the big musical number. Upstage, lads, this is my only number. Like he's chewing the drapes the entire movie and it's awesome.
0: And when they do um when they do like the when they do like the the roll call, it's like Bugface Baby Eating O'Brien, and it's like I. Yeah. It's just like a it's just like a woman standing <laughs> there. and They're like, yeah, like uh, okay,
1: yeah. Um.
0: And old I like Tom, when they're
1: real old Tom, dead Tom.
0: Yeah, and then when they're like arguing over the booze, and they keep throwing it on the rats, <laughs> and, and the- you just hear
1: ah. And the rats are, are, they're going on a cruise for the whole thing. As we go past here, you see sets from the real movie Muppet Treasure Island, and the rats all stop to take pictures.
0: That was like the last good Muppet movie for a (laughs) long time, too. Because then they did Muppets in Space, which I heard was really bad. I never watched it.
1: uh, Yeah, I don't think that one hit quite right. But Muppet, it might have been that Muppet Treasure Island was so good that, that they needed a break, but...
0: Oh I just I just want I just wanted to bring that up because I like that show and I I always forget Tim Curry was in that cuz he he was quite the voice actor in the 90s. Um he was
1: uh Who was he in w- No, he was going to be in Batman the animated series. He never was.
0: I think he did Joker eventually.
1: He was going to do Joker.
0: I think he did it in like a subsequent series or movie. I think he did it at some point. He was like in the Mighty Ducks cartoon. And I think he was the wizard in that.
1: I'm, I'm, I'm looking now. Cause I, now I gotta know, I know <coughs> he was in Gargoyles. What was he? Yeah. Some Curry. Yeah. He was, uh, oh, yeah, Dr. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know what's funny about that? I, 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 it blew my mind when I realized he was Taurus Bulba in Darkwing Duck. Yeah. You
0: know, um, you know, what's funny is, um, Well, a couple things that Gargoyles is essentially a um, is a is a TNG reunion show. And then I saw a clip of Brent Spiner on Night Court. What did you find, Matt?
2: So it will come as no surprise to anyone. But I texted Chris. Oh, no. I'm like, you, do you have do you have guys next door on tape or DVD? And his his immediate text back was, oh, the show with Johnny Dakota from Saved by the Bell? I'm like, I don't even know what that means. But apparently Johnny Dakota was the character that uh, I guess uh, the actor uh, portrayed. <laughs> and I guess Johnny Dakota was on the episode of uh, No Hope with Dope, which is the famous has the famous Zach Morris, like PSA, where he's like, There's no hope with dope. Whereas like <laughs> don't smoke marijuana. It's like, okay, like the most
1: <laughs> i trying
2: to do a drug, like the most innocuous drug. Okay. But I mean
1: <clears throat> No, the most innocuous drug with the worst side effects is caffeine pills, man. <laughs> yeah, exact oh all well, that, yeah. <laughs> uh
2: so yeah, he's like, yeah, he, he has a, some he has some episodes on a uh, hard drive. <laughs> And he goes, fun fact, one of the guys on uh, one of the guys on Guys Next Door uh, not only played a preppy douche on Saved by the Bell, but also played uh, Laura's boyfriend on Family Matter.
1: (laughs) I'm like, how do you how does he know this? Yeah, I told you when when you said I'm going to text him, Mm -hmm. I almost said, have you got a couple hours? Because I bet you'll hear a whole bunch of stuff for a while about it. But I didn't say anything because I don't want him to make it sound like I'm throwing shade but look look I'm honestly serious like we could have him
2: on the show not to talk about wrestling not to talk about his toy line which he does with a figures toy company everyone should buy some yes we should just have him on to talk about 1990s teen shows yeah of which he could talk for <laughs> many hours we could have like we,
1: we like, could just turn on the recording and walk away
2: we could yeah we could do a multi uh, part show <laughs> of this it's like of course it's amazing he's he's throwing out like oh yeah this character showed up on family matters i'm
1: like i don't i don't even know
2: (laughs) i can't remember
1: yeah wow which is weird to have someone a continuity of a show tie into family matters with the like crazy sci-fi stuff that urkel ended up doing with like his his you know molecular rearranger machine that turned him into like a bruce (laughs) lee clone and like it's like now wait oh, just because if Saved by the Bell ties in with family matters then all of a sudden we have the possibility that Zach Morris might have like a a a, a temporal pause device or mm-hmm. something like that like what we saw on TV was straight up what was supposed to happen or something. Man, I, I
2: he doesn't disappoint. I, I thought he might, no, but <laughs> it's even better than expected.
1: Is he still going?
2: No. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's why I was laughing. It's like wow. Oh
1: course. yeah. Oh yeah. Just just to have that hit is um I, I didn't know if you were gonna text him right away or if you were gonna wait a little bit. Mm-hmm. But you know Whew and when <laughs> Oh gosh, I'm just, uh, I'm just stuck on that now. E- even even turning the three of us loose on wrestling sometimes is not going to keep up with how well he can go on some of that th- on some of those things.
2: Man, Tim Curry did, go, did do a lot of stuff back in the day.
1: Oh, and I I love hearing Tim Curry do stuff. Cause it sounds like he's having so much fun.
2: Yeah, he really he. So, I mean, a, a lot of, like, name actors who do, like, voiceover work, like, they, there's, like, a tendency, I feel, to kind of phone it in. Yeah. But that was not the case for him. Like, he... It okay. seemed like he just wholeheartedly,
1: like, would throw him... <laughs> back too. Yeah. Uh, he, daytime Emmy for Captain Hook on Peter Pan with the Pirates, too. Wow, really? Yeah. I'm looking up on Wikipedia all the different voice roles he
2: did, and it is... Insane,
1: yeah. And did audiobooks really? Uh, the last line under voice acting audiobook work includes a series of unfortunate events, Peter Pan and Scarlet, A Christmas mm. Carol, Dracula, Abhorson, and the Abhorson trilogy by Garth Nix. That's for someone who's not a not a, a professional audiobook reader. Mm-hmm. That's a lot.
0: You know, and it really has to be, um, he really deserves credit for being so good that, um, I think a lesser actor like Frankenfurter would have just got them typecast for their entire career. Yeah. And he'd really survive that.
1: Let me see. I'm looking, yeah, my, my two favorite Tim Curry roles. Are uh, Muppet Treasure Island and Clue. Uh, I I just I love what he does in those.
0: Was was he Colonel Mustard in Clue?
1: No, he was Wadsworth. Yeah. Oh, okay. I haven't I, I'm seen Clue but- in like. I, I haven't
0: seen Clue since like the nineties.
1: Oh man, I love Clue. Is one of my. There's only a handful of like movies that I could just watch, and and they never seem to get old. Clue is one of them.
0: Clue oh wow! Is, here's.
1: Probably the most
0: respectful this one blows my mind in um the greatest adventure stories from the Bible. He was Judas Iscariot and the Serpent in two different episodes. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, no. Oh, he's in Gravedale High. He... Really? Yeah, that's huh. Um. Oh, he was in Prince...
1: Spamalot in Chicago.
0: Oh, man. Oh, I forgot. He was Thaddeus E. Clang in Tailspin. Remember the snake with the metal jaw that took them to like that weird desert?
2: I don't remember that. Kingdom? I don't remember that, no. I didn't really... I mean, I feel like I watched Tailspin, but I didn't really like care for Tailspin.
1: So I, I watched a lot of Tailspin.
0: Taurus Bulba and Darkwing Duck, obviously.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, Conk in The Adventures of Darkwater. <laughs> okay um let's see i'm
1: looking oh my gosh this makes so much sense when they did the 93 live action three musketeers he was cardinal richelieu because of mm, course he I was. That. yeah and
0: oh and... i forgot this one he was um he was king chicken and duck man
1: i never watched duck man i watched duckman but i don't really remember the show
0: I remember, I remember King Chicken, and then he was Kilo Khan and Superhuman Samurai Squad.
2: Okay, he was, um, you know
0: wh- Skullman wasn't that, that show? Just,
2: wasn't that show just like Ultraman? Basically, yeah, it,
0: it was an Ultraman they repurposed into something else. Okay, it was like a cyber Ultraman, <laughs> but yeah.
1: Okay, I uh, got drop. I got to drop Tim Curry real quick here mm-hmm. from a movie I watched so much. He was in the shadow as a guy named Farley Claymore who is a lackey for the main villain. He has this moment he he just goes completely ham in this movie, but then his last series of scenes when the shadow, you know, is gets a hold of him, he completely comes unglued, like the character completely comes unglued because mm-hmm. he thinks he shot the shadow, but it's the shadow so he didn't and he's getting the voice in his head and he completely snaps it's just tim curry bug-eyed like spewing gibberish until he runs and jump head dives off of a balcony and it is (laughs) amazing
0: i'm looking to two other roles i want to point out the computer the cgi voltron from the late 90s is prince lotor and from the Young Justice cartoon from earlier this decade, he was G Gordon Godfrey. Oh wow! I never did watch that. It's re- that's actually <laughs> the, it starts a little slow, but it gets really good. It's a shame they killed that after two seasons. I haven't seen that one.
1: Do you remember he was in Congo?
0: Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. I feel just feel like stop eating it. the sesame stop cake. Eating my
2: sesame cake. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we've talked about that on the show before. We it's such did. A great once. Scene.
0: We just we there's there's um if you ever listen like we we hit like the same dumb shit like every like eight months sometimes yeah Congo is such a oh that was such a terrible movie well, so yeah, excited they, for that movie too
1: they killed Bruce Campbell off way too early mm-hmm.
0: they did that was a horrible mistake
1: <laughs> I'm gonna have to see if I can find a copy of when he was King Arthur and Spam a lot.
0: So, like, what do you guys think of this season? Like, so, I'm, um, I'm a little torn because I think CBS might have actually won this year. Um, because uh, I would actually Muppet give... Babies, mm-hmm. Muppet Babies, and Ninja Turtles with Garfield and Friends is like just a killer punch <clears throat> for three hours.
2: Yeah, Uh I actually would agree. I'd give it to CBS because Muppet Babies and Garfield um I mean their best stuff have probably already hit but I mean you're still going to get good stuff there and an hour long block of Turtles mm. like Tur- that, that that wins Plus, mm-hmm. you
0: Turtles weeks. is like just mm-hmm. that Killers is like the, the Turtles is like just that killer app show that CBS is needed for yeah, like yeah. to bring it all together for like the last the whole time we've been doing this actually so i'm i think i agree with you c b s
1: yeah it's a silver bullet, like Fox comes in swinging, but they don't hit on well i w at least from where I sit, they hit on more than a b c or n b c did, but they you know they they go down in the second against c b s
0: yeah i feel like n b c is like a total whiff. And I feel like ABC got a little complacent with this lineup, or I think what we'll see next year is like they were kind of they're tra- they're in a transitional spot.
1: Oh, okay, yeah.
0: <laughs> Where I think that I think that, I think you're going to see the lineup change a lot next year. Mm-hmm. But um I feel like they just got a little complacent, and CBS just landed that like killer, yeah. that killer show for them.
1: Yeah, I I I agree with that. Just looking ahead yeah the the transition you're totally right on. I'm not gonna say anything more than that, but
0: so it took it took two year six of us doing this for ABC to finally not have the best lineup. That is quite the run,
1: yeah that's 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 strong.
0: I wonder if we went back into the eighties. I wonder how long they dominated that spot.
1: I don't know. <clears throat> Let's see. Oh, we've got we we've, we've got some really good stuff coming up. because uh, we'll no,
0: we're because we get we get Darkwing Duck next year. Yeah. And I think X Men is lurking on the horizon of like
2: ninety two. E, yeah. Oh, the, the best stuff from Fox is yet to come. Yeah,
0: there's like oh, yeah. I think there's though there's like a year where Fox is just like a murderer's row where it's like Power Rangers, like the tick uh, X-Men and like Animaniacs, like all creeping around, like on the same lineup of shows. Oh, oh yeah, there's, there, there's there's a year, a year coming where Fox up where is insane.
2: Yeah, there's a year coming up where they are literally untouchable.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Let me look that up while we're still on. Look, look like
1: I said, 93 to 94 is 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 powerful. Um, like you, you, the, some of the opening stuff, not a, not as strong, but you hit a certain point in the morning, and then you just put it on Fox and and throw the remote away.
0: No, see that's not even the best one because like there's there's um ninety four like you hit this eight thirty you go Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Animaniacs Oh yeah Extravaganza Batman the Animated Series the Tick. X-Men and where on earth is Carmen San Diego?
1: Wow. Like,
0: that is just
1: <coughs> everyone's like, wanting to step to that, but it ain't. Like CBS put up a decent fight for a couple of time slots, but it ain't it ain't it ain't enough.
0: No, and I mean, I think we're only I think I think NBC only has like another year or two before they drop.
1: Oh, wait. If you go if you drop to spring 95 that's that's the spot because it's one two three four five six seven of their 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 uh, offerings are just like best in slot hands down
0: and it, like they and fox did stuff that they hyped to remember when they hyped like the spider-man x-men crossover mm-hmm. episodes
1: yeah the the one i saw all of x men except for the um oh gosh i think it was the conclusion of the the phoenix saga like i saw everything but the first time it was going to play that was the morning mom and dad are like okay get in the car we're going to go to a thing i'm like what are we going to go to it's like we're going to an estate auction and i'm just like no not again. It's the last one of the Phoenix Saga. I want to see that, and it's not going to come around for a year and a half.
0: I know. That's, that was always the roughest thing, like, especially when, like, it was like, it was like, well, like, I'll just set the VCR to six hours, and then you'd watch it <laughs> later.
1: Our, our VCR was, it could play stuff, but if you wanted it to record, then it it involved, like, A ritual with holy water and then it might work
0: wow because i because this was it was what year was it i think it was 95 where i got super into recording mst3k
2: Mm. because
0: there's there was a point where i had like i think there was a point i had like 100 episodes of it on vhs
1: Oof. i never had a whole lot on vhs so
0: uh, and I had like, I there was a I was quite the, the VHS recorder of a lot of stuff. Like I had all of Robotech on there. I think I had all of um, Ronan Warriors on VHS at one point. Um,
2: I never really watched much of that show.
0: Space Ghost. I had all Space Ghost on VHS at one point. I wish I still had that since they never released it all on DVD. Fuckers. <laughs> They never did. It it still pisses me off that, just, that is not all available on DVD.
1: It's the vitriol you pack into one word there.
0: <laughs> because because like it's to me it's ridiculous that such a groundbreaking show is not available in its entirety on DVD. That is ridiculous.
1: Oh don't worry, they'll roll it out over the course of eight years on some streaming service.
0: It's on HBO Max and I don't think they have all of it on there i wonder if we it's... should do like um we should do we should do an episode review some point of like the macho man appearance on there <laughs> and he I was mean, on you got, the
1: weird al show too
0: you got it you gotta love that he dropped a wildfire tommy rich reference on on tv <laughs> and like a leap of lanny poffo yeah I just you know. like to think on that episode, they didn't actually write him a script. They just had him come in and, like, <laughs> recorded his ramblings for 20 minutes, and then he went about his life. You know
1: what? I could see him, them, him coming in there being be like, okay, so here's what we like to do. No, no, no. I'm just going to talk a little bit. You leave the cameras on, it'll be gold, all right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's still my favorite moment for that show though is where Zorak beats him up and he's like like no, he uh he fell down and got hurt and he's like he's like is that you, Thaddeus? Like, your pet monkey snuck up on me with a folding chair? <laughs> <laughs> and I think it was Raven Simone he's like um interviewing, he's like he's like, Do you ever like it was something like do you ever like slam your little friends of the mat so hard that their eyes roll back in their head like they're some kind of little freak? <laughs> And then she's like, no, I just trying to be nice to people. He's like, he's like you don't know what you're missing, Missy. <laughs> well, I oh, God think we I would are... love I would love for a modern space coast where they just brought Scott Steiner in <sighs> to guest host.
1: Give me a mic because <laughs> he can't he has to be filtered for yeah being on TV.
0: The numbers don't lie. They spell doom free. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, guys, I think that, um, that's going to wrap us up. Yeah. yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Bloody Paul.
1: So we hope y'all had fun. Um, we'd love to hear from you on the social media. we, Happy to handle requests, so if you wing them our way through any of our social media platforms, we would love to hear from you. So this is Shad with Matt and Brad. We've been in three quarters. You're in the fourth, and we will hear from or we will see you next time.